Welcome to the Romani Talks podcast. I'm your host, Romani Talks, and in this podcast, I'm helping you level up your five soft skills: public speaking, storytelling, social dynamics, emotional intelligence, creativity. Five soft skills for you to change your life forever, skyrocket your confidence along the way. For today's episode, we're entering the world of social skills, and I'm going to give you some tips on how to spot a bullshitter. Has there ever been a time where you felt as though you gave a lot of trust to this one individual, but as time passed on by, you realized that the person that they were portraying to be, the expert, that wasn't the case? The advice that they were giving you was not only faulty based off of the practical terms, but it was also faulty because they were not who they said they were. Yes. You, my friend, unfortunately, got a dose of a bullshitter. And in the social world, this is a very, very difficult person to spot. Because here's the thing. Humans naturally gravitate towards the person who sounds like they know what they're talking about. They don't necessarily need to know what they're talking about, but if they have strong conviction behind their words, the human mind will typically gravitate towards them. And I realized this when I was in the engineering field where there were many gifted engineers who didn't have confidence in their voice, who didn't sound like they knew about their own brilliance, and these were the same people who were lapped by the charismatic people who didn't have a clue. Why did this happen? Because humans have the tendency to go by who sounds like they know what they're talking about. So with that being said, how do you spot someone who doesn't really know what they're talking about? I mean, if the words and our mind are so aligned with one another, how do you spot these people? I want to tell you a story about this individual named Joe. I met Joe when I was a freshman in college, and he was one of my brother's good friends. And during that time, I noticed that Joe was a brilliant speaker. My friend Rahul and I, we met Joe and we were both freshmen at this time. And Joe was pretty much saying that he was going to serve as our mentor. He was going to be the person that was going to guide us two freshmen around college. And we thought, why not? I mean, this guy seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems very confident in his abilities. Well, after a while of talking to Joe, we started to notice a few incongruencies and a few red flags in his personality. One of the biggest red flags was that he would get extremely heated whenever you disagreed with him. And it could be something mild. Say he was a big fan of the Miami Heat and you were saying that the Miami Heat were going to lose the basketball game to the Los Angeles Clippers. He would get heated. And since he was such a good speaker, he knew how to turn the squad against you. He knew how to say the right things to make the squad members be your enemy. And this was tough. It was very tough because you couldn't disagree with him without him getting very defensive, which is why a lot of people stopped disagreeing with him in public. One day, he came up to me and he said, "Armani, I'm going to teach you how to be a great basketball player." like me. And he said that he was a varsity player in high school and he was selected for a lot of awards. At that point, I was pretty lit. This highly accoladed individual was going to give me free lessons. 
whoa, I must have won the lottery. By the time that we ended up getting on the basketball court, this was my first time noticing how out of shape he was. He couldn't run for more than two minutes without losing his breath. He couldn't make a layup. He could barely dribble a basketball. Something with him didn't seem congruent. But wait, wait, wait. Armani, there's a lot of basketball coaches who are intellectually gifted but physically out of shape. Don't blow this way out of proportion. A few more weeks goes on by. And at this point, Joe is apparently some expert stock advisor. And he's telling us that, look, dude, if you want to improve your ability with stocks, you got to listen to me. I'm a great investor. Heck, I'm a financial major in college. And still, with his brilliant way with words, we had the tendency to believe his judgments. It came to a point where when Bitcoin was exploding and everyone was jumping into the Bitcoin train, he kept telling us, buy, buy, buy. Being the broke college kid that I was, I didn't have that much money, so I didn't buy. But a lot of the friend circle ended up taking Joe's word for it and buying. Well, here's the kicker. I saw him a few months ago, and we decided to catch up where we left off since freshman year. And I asked him, yo, dude, how's your investment going, particularly in Bitcoin? Is going well? And this was a trick question because I know that recently Bitcoin hasn't been doing well. I'm not making any judgments off of that. I just wanted to see what this guy was going to say. And you know what Joe said? Joe said, dude, I would never buy Bitcoin. And I recommend you don't either. Huh? Does he not remember what he was telling us a couple of years ago, later on when we knew Joe? I mean, what was going on? Does he completely forget the advice that he was giving us in our group messages? Yes. Yes, he was. And this right here was another incongruency. Joe, that day, I realized, was a bullshitter. A lot of us, we've heard of the phrase, how someone does one thing is how someone does everything. And I haven't been too much of a fan of that phrase because I feel as though judging someone by something that they personally don't care about too much versus something that they do care about can take stuff out of context. So for example, if you were judging me in high school based off of my test scores, it would have made it seem like I was super lazy. While if you were judging me based off of my love for basketball, it would have made me seem like a super hard worker. Two different contexts and it is up to you to decide how you're going to judge me. Typically, looking at the big picture gives you more context. But in Joe's situation, there were multiple different venues where he kept showing the same patterns over and over again. He showed the patterns of someone who was small-minded. He didn't like people arguing with him, which showed that his mind had been closed off towards disagreements. He showed that he was not physically gifted despite giving nonstop basketball advice. And he showed that he couldn't acknowledge his own mistakes when his advice for stocks failed. Three strikes, homie, and now you are coming off looking like a bullshitter. In the social world, it's super tough to tell who is a bullshitter and who is really about it, especially because someone who is really about it, a lot of them are going to sound confident. And you don't want to rule them off. But then again, 
people who are bullshitters are also going to come off as confident. This episode, the lesson is a tough one, but typically you learn to spot the bullshitters from pain because you don't know what you don't know. I eventually came on to learn that I wasn't going to listen to Joe when it came to basketball because a lot of his tips weren't working for me in my life. And it came to a point where he was trying to get me to switch my basketball shooting arm. And I realized, okay, something seems off. This is a huge red flag. But around that point, I had wasted three plus months of training with Joe. And I did learn the lesson, but this was a lesson that was learned through hardships. In the social world, you're typically going to be able to spot the bullshitters through these hardships, through the pain, and your body is typically going to be ahead of your intellectual mind. Your body is going to feel as though the vibe is off, and it is going to constantly be alerting you. Yo, I don't think we should be listening to this cat. He may be off. Something is wrong with him. But our overly intellectual selves will talk ourselves out of our intuition. This is a mistake that we will make a few times, but eventually we need to catch up. The more data that we have, the more clarified our intuition will be. Will we still get backstabbed? Of course. But will we learn from it? Hopefully. Overall, from this podcast, I hope you learn two things. First of all, make sure you get the full context before judging someone. You don't want to judge a brilliant artist for their ability to take standardized exams. And the second lesson is you always want to make sure that you're looking out for these incongruencies. If it's in one field, then there may be certain room for leniency. But if it's happening multiple times over and over again, then you are dealing with someone who is all talk, but zero action. You're dealing with someone who has a way with words, but is not a doer. Let your intuition at that point take control. If you want more practical tips into the world of social skills and how to navigate around the bullshitters, make sure you check out the Armani archives and in-depth look into the world of social dynamics. You'll learn about practical tips on how to overcome the nice guy syndrome, how to deal with haters, and how to see who is really about it and who is not. Make sure you go over to the description box, hit that link, and download your copy today. Thank you for joining the Armani Talks podcast, and I'll catch you on the next episode.